Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Compton Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm DeCoria. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new segment on the Commented Podcast called We Hate K-Pop, where we, four former and current K-Pop stands, explain to you why we hate K-Pop, mainly in the industry, cannot get rid of it, but are still a part of it. With that being said, I hope you drink your water, wear your sunscreen, and are buckled in because we had no plans to record this episode until 8 o'clock last night. Um, if you are on Twitter, you know why we didn't plan on recording this episode until 8 o'clock last night. Things have changed. The tides have turned. The air in here in South Korea is just moving about differently. Um, but we always thank you again for coming to listen and join us. Um, and what I would like to call truly what we talk about a lot. Um, if you ever meet us and get together, we are either sitting around watching television or sit around laughing at music videos. <laughs> it's one or the other. Um, both can be seen in our, our get-togethers. It's how we bond. It's how we have fun. Uh, with that being said, some of you, this might be the first time you're listening to the Comment Podcast, so we are going to briefly go over our relationship with the entity that is K-pop. Marin, you want to start this off real quick? How long have you been to K-pop? What are your favorite groups? What is your relationship with it now? Um, I think it'd been, I was, I got into it around 2010, I'd say. Um, I don't have any favorite groups right now. I kind of just listen to it the way I listen to any music. It's just a genre. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of like a fan from the, I just listen to the certain artists or groups that I know. Mm-hmm. Current favorite song? Current favorite song, current favorite song, um, would have to be Left Right by XG. Okay, very nicely. Moving on to Corey. What were the questions again? Um, how long have you been to K-pop? Favorite groups? What's your current relationship with K-pop? Favorite song? I first got into K-pop, I think, 2014, 2015. Um, my favorite group is EXO. Most of the other groups that I used to really like have disbanded, like F of X, or not disbanded, but are no longer really active. Um, like F of X, Gossip, and Vix and whatnot. So, like, my favorite group is EXO. Um, current relationship, I don't really, like, like K-pop anymore. Mainly because of the music change and then the fans. I wasn't really into the community anymore. And that happened, like, around, like, 2018. So, it's been, like, a while since I've been, like, very, like, into K-pop. So, I'll listen to, like, a song every once in a while. But I'm not really actively, like, checking for anything. And favorite song right now maybe like hype boy by new jeans i guess okay yeah very nice nia yes okay okay so i got into k-pop in 2011 um i was a very big k-pop fan at first um i the second question what that what was the uh, favorite question? group favorite okay group. favorite group is xo um yeah i don't really listen to anybody else anymore um i occasionally will throw on some tvxq for the nostalgia the first three albums raised me with their own two hands um (laughs) like um besides that yeah i just dibble and dabble in exo's discography and tvxq's discography when i feel like it um i don't listen to anybody else so i besides left right because i'm marin sent it on the group chat and i was like oh it's a song it's a bop um that might be the most recent song i know but um hey i'm always listening to like exo's music so the other day i was just like oh trauma 
this is a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all I do. Um, what was the last question? Or did I already uh, answer that? I think you did current relationship with K-pop now. Oh, relationship with K-pop now? No, don't. Unless y'all post something in the group chat, I don't look at it. I just look at it with the XO tweet something or I look at the YouTube channel and I'm like, wow, a video? Oh, wow. It, they're doing things. Oh, they're excellent. Yeah, that, I forgot to add that to the document. They just released a dance practice out of nowhere. I yeah, said, I, first I of said all, ain't no way. For an old song, too. Uh, right. Oh, for, I said, oh, they're, they're, they're struggling. Like, SM is in shambles. Because how, how no. are you going to post XO content for free? No. You know number one. Next? Red Velvet come back out of nowhere. Oh, literally. To distract from everything that's going on. Listen, listen, y'all. This episode is going to be a lot. Okay. Um, I have been into K-pop shorter than I have been into K-dramas. So that's probably around 2014. I was a CM Blue girl. I'm still a 2PM girl. Um, My relationship with K-pop now is kind of similar to Merit's. I listen to it more as a genre. I used to stay and I used to follow all the news. Especially if you were into second gen and early third gen groups like you kind of knew everybody it's harder to do that now also most of the people who are debuting are children so my <laughs> official nuna fan asks is just like are the kids doing good music the kids are doing good music let me like the song um my current relationship is definitely just checking checking on my faves there's a few babies that i like in um late third gen maybe early fourth gen that i kind of listen to other than that it's just casual like oh a bob let me save that i don't really participate in stand culture anymore my current favorite song is uh casino by bb um i also listen to a lot of other korean music it's just a genre to me um so i'm on a trot phase because mr trot 2 is on so i'm like living my life best life watching fine men sing their asses off also into pretty uh um like indie bands and r&b and some k-rock as well with that being said just because of the groups we like doesn't mean we have completely biased opinions although this is an opinion podcast so be um feel free to turn us off but i don't think any of our um (laughs) former relationships with groups that we like will have anything to (laughs) to fucking do with today's conversation because nobody was prepared for this um, we try, if you listen to our podcast before, we usually have very open opinions. And it's okay to disagree with us. You do not have to listen to our podcast and agree with us. That's not what we make this podcast for. We just could not have a fully fleshed out conversation through cacao. <laughs> like, we could not. Like, when this shit was rolling out yesterday, I was like, this is, this is, what is, what in the actual flip flapping it, Jack? It's going on in the universe today. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a 30-page document full of screenshots. We're going to shout out to our main source, which is TMI K-pop. They're a really good um, translation and accounts on Twitter. That's probably where you're seeing a lot of the screenshots or information you're getting from today because they've been looking at a lot of articles, and I very much appreciate that. Um, for those of you who don't know, today's episode is about the takeover the fall of sm question mark (laughs) question mark question mark um so i before we started this deep dive into stock trading and business moves and like a ghetto ass version of um reborn rich 
we wanted to explain to you why we don't like Lisa Men. Um, for those of you who don't know, I don't, I completely, there are some things that happen in K-pop spaces that I'm just like, what the fuck? Most of the time it's because the person behind the screen is just, doesn't have a life outside of the internet. But when y'all started to call Lisa Men uncle or father or daddy, <laughs> and y'all started to truly and genuinely like this man and his interaction with SM, I said, we have lost the children. Um, the gospel has been corrupted. I don't care. There are, there are a handful. Uh, most company CEOs are shit. None of them are usually good people. Um, decent at best, you know, decent at best, you know, um, criminals at worst. Um, my list goes the the CEO who was over Nine Muses, the CEO who was um over that 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 boy group that most recently when their idols were fainting, um, the CEO of Lee Sung Gi's company because those audio files were just, and then YG and then Lisa Man, and so we wanted to explain to you why we don't like this man. And if you're new to K-pop, you've only been in it for like another two, you know, two, three years. You might not know all this history, but it's okay. Your unis, your older sisters, your big cousins are here to explain to you why you shouldn't stand most men in Korea. Um, you know, you, you, you do it with caution. So I'm going to hand it over to our Lisa man, hater number one. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to explain to you. What what is the what is that tweet that said if there's one Lisa Man hater, Nia's alive. If there's no Lisa Man hater in this oh, world, that means like, Nia's dead. It's like, it's like if she has like a, if she has if he has a thousand fans, I'm not one of them. No. Wait, if he has a thousand haters, I'm one of them. If he has a hundred haters, I'm one of them. If he has one haters, I am the hater. If there's no haters, then I'm dead. <laughs> like, I, very accurate. Yeah. Thank you for the wonderful introduction. I'm glad to hold the title of biggest Lee Su Man hater. Um, I hold that title with huge pride. Um, so as a backstory, like I just said, t- I I you, I don't listen to TVXQ much anymore. But as a former Cassiopeia, I feel like it's an obligation to despise Lee Su Man and his entire being. Um, I will get to their contract in a, quite a second. But I will start off with the classics, his greatest hits, if you will. Um, In the year of, and this is recent, so the year of 2021, SM got hit with tax evasion. I don't know if you all remember this. Um, Mm -hmm. A 20 billion won, which is equivalent of $18 million tax evasion to the National Tax Tax Service Seoul Regional Office, said that SM needed to pay because guess what? Lee Su-man was not paying his taxes he was doing everything in his way possible What's to it? avoid to pay those taxes. Wasn't uh, he on Interpol's most wanted list? Uh, as I said, I'm getting to the greatest hits. He has greatest hits. He has his um, number ones, as the Mariah stands would say, as Lamb say. He has his number ones. Um, I'm only at the first one. So this is just 2021. It was found out that he was not paying his taxes. And apparently rumors that he has not been paying his taxes for years and he's been getting off the hook because of it. And number two, as Corey just said, it is the classic, the original hit song that is, he was in, wanted by Interpol corruption, uh, Interpol on corruption charges back in 2002. Um, I will, the link to the Korea Boo article has the classic little wanted poster, iconic. Um, 
literally it said in 2002 Lee Su Man and Su Sehwan had allegedly fled the country as after they became key suspects in an investigation on corruption in the entertainment business. Soon after, the Seoul District Public Prosecutor's Office requested Interpol to put Lee Su Man on the wanted list and bring him back to Korea and suspend their passports through the, foreign min- the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Trade. Lee Su Man was put on the wanted list for charges of embezzling approximately $1 million from company Embezzled? funds and for bribery. Yes, and for bribery. So this is this is not new behavior for Lee Su Man. The tax evasion was just like upgraded version of Interpol activity. Um, and it says, as things got more serious, Lee Su Man returned to Korea in May 2003 and was immediately arrested. <laughs> Iconic. Um, he denied all accusations, but the public prosecutors expressed their intentions to conduct a thorough investigation. So... He, of course, he denied all accusations and blah, blah, and apologized. Oh, yes, <laughs> whatever. And to everyone's surprise, he was released in just one day. Of course, he was. And so I want y'all to understand. I want y'all to understand the results. Okay, and then this is the ending of it. The results of the trials in September 2004, however, proved him guilty and he was sentenced to two years in prison and three years probation. The sentence was then delayed due to the fact that the company funds were transferred back to the company. <laughs> I, listen, this man has, has a long history of not being a great person. And to top it all off, like these are just some brief greatest hits of his catalog of criminal activity. But I want to give you the true evil the true greed, the true egomaniac, Regina George activity this man conducts. And I will pull up none other than TVXQ's 2000 and this is what they found in 2008 when JYJ, which are members, former members of TVXQ, when they sued and their contract went public because it's a lawsuit, it becomes public knowledge. Let me just, let me just educate the people. This is what happened. They had a 13-year contract. And by the way, they signed it when they were children. Changmin, no, listen, Changmin was 15 when he signed this contract. That means he would have a full decade and some years and the contracts freeze when you're in the military service. So that's mainly a 15-year contract. Um, SM took 50% of profits and TVXQ takes the other 50 in air quotes. But they have to pay, this is before SM paid the costs for training. TVXQ had to pay the entire cost of overseas promotions, stylists, dancers, and all the staffs from their 50%. So what did they get? (laughs) Yes. Pennies. What? Pennies. (laughs) And I want y'all to understand, this is just the beginning. If they didn't sell over 500,000 albums, which I think is so evil because I want y'all to understand, 500,000 nowadays is not that big of a deal. Boy groups do it all the time. But this is the year of our Lord, 2005, 2006. Albums in second gen were not selling the way they're selling now. It was about like street, it was about um, digital downloads. And it, some of that wasn't even popping then either. It was just like first gen collapse, nobody cared about idols anymore. So no one was buying albums. So if you sold 300,000, that was great. If you sold 100,000, that was great. So for SM to pick, you have to sell over 500,000 albums. That's mostly saying, try to, that's mostly saying we're not going to pay you. It's mostly saying, it's like, for example, a boy group signing a contract where the company's like, you have to sell 5 million albums to get paid. So like, that's like them saying you're not going to make any money because they know you can't sell that many albums. TVXQ only had one album that 
sold 600,000. <laughs> and that was moronic. Like, so it's mainly them saying, try to make us pay you. So if their albums sell over, don't sell over 500,000, they don't get any money for that. If they sell exactly 500,000 copies, they get zero. SM takes all the earnings from guesting on variety shows and broadcast promotions as singers. Copyright all belongs to SM. We knew that dance choreography, you know, would choreograph some stuff. Would he get any credit or money? No. Um, every right of their songs belongs to SM. Even when their contract expires, they didn't get access to their name, their catalog. SM owns the entire rights. So if both parties negotiate and terminate the contract, TVXQ still holds the responsibilities of that former contract. Um, so TVXQ has to pay triple the amount of the promoted promoted fees, including every promotion, and twice the amount of their profits to SM. Doesn't matter if the contract terminates due to SM. <laughs> TVXQ is not allowed to say anything about their contract to anybody. I want y'all to understand this is what SM did to a, a boy group. And how do I put this into perspective? Y'all think your faves are working hard today. Y'all think your faves are exhausted. You know that SM would give TVXQ an album in Korea, an album in Japan, and they didn't speak any Japanese. So they had to learn Japanese while memorizing choreography, while recording albums, while doing interviews, while doing variety shows in South Korea, which is already a full-time job. But then they had to promote in Japan and they had no say in the matter. So now they have to do double the work in the same calendar year. So they would release an album in Korea, record all those songs, release an, a full album in Japan, record all those songs, re release like six different music videos because they were pumping out video after video in Japan, y'all. Like the sheer amount of content. I'd say it doubles some of the groups now, like doubles. They were working every day. No breaks, wouldn't go home for the holidays. They were just working, flying back and forth from Korea and Japan, Korea and Japan for literally five years. They have enough content that some groups today in their 10th and 15th years don't have because they were working every day behind the scenes footage, but like they were doing interview after interview in Japan, speaking Japanese, by the way. And back then Japan banned lip syncing. So they were singing with their microphones on then they were going to concerts and they were going on tour. Like y'all don't get it. They were overworked like literal cattle <laughs> getting zero dollars. And that's what's so sinister about it. It's because they didn't have a say about whether or not they were going to be going to promote in Korea and Japan. They thought they were just going to be in Korea because duh, they were a K-pop group. But then they had to literally pave an entire market in Japan by themselves and then SM had the nerve to say in like 2009 that they had plans for them to do the same in China. I said, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Um, this, this company, Lee Su Man, never wanted his idols to have any ownership of anything they do. He didn't want them to have any control over their time in SM Entertainment. He basically wanted to own them. And we would not be here today, not going to lie, without JYJ suing because they just, they got rid of the 13-year contract. They got rid of these companies not paying for training fees. Like, I, I'm not a big, like, hate you, Chun. Hate him down. He can go to jail. But what they did for the time, you can't underestimate that. Because Lisa Man's not a good man, y'all. 
So I'm, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. He's really not a good person. Um, y'all have to think in perspective that it's normal for most K-pop groups to have um, music in one or two countries, like in the West or in Japan, things like that. They were literally experimenting with TVXQ. And we can't even begin to talk about HOT because that, I don't even understand how oh my God. recovered. I don't understand how any of the HOT members recovered from being guinea pigs to have Listen. everything fall apart in like four years how long were they together four four like not even five and what's so funny is that hot talk about lack of safety sm was just like oh you're getting stopped well we don't give a damn <laughs> we your, your safety's in danger they're sneaking into your house and staying in your under your beds hiding in your closets mm, well that's none of our business so to me it's like there's so much karma on this man's head like you literally like Oh my God, he disbanded. Like he disbanded back in the day. His own groups. He he's not a good man. He's not a good person. So I don't know why this whole Lisu man opus uncle. No 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 no. He's not your friend. He like he is a stealer. He's a taker. He's a greedy piece of trash. Like also, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. I was like, it's almost unbelievable that you know and Changmin sign resigned contracts. To be. Yeah. Well, they don't want to get well, on the bad side. And like, listen, because JY just got blacklisted. Oh, another thing. He's so petty. He still won't let them on TV. Like, Yu Chun doesn't deserve, but like, Junsu and Jejun are just now able to go on shows. And that was like, it's been 15 years or longer. He doesn't, like, oh my God. He. Like he could have just let JYJ promote, like, cause that's what happens when you leave a company, even if you don't leave on good terms, you're not supposed to block them from promoting and living Possibly. and working. Yes. <laughs> cause like, like when Jay, when uh, Jay Park left, it wasn't, well, was he blacklisted or was like, he was still he able to at least was, work. Yeah. He says he was blacklisted, but I, I mean, I guess from TV, but he, JYP didn't tell other companies not to let him make music. Right. Because, and then it worked out for him, but like with JYJ, they were literally like SM would be like, oh, you're going to let them on your show or we're never going to send our idols to your program. And so what are the companies going to do? They're going to pick SM because they're the conglomerate. They're not going to pick JYJ. And it's, it's, and the reason why I say, you know, and Changman didn't go is because in their mind, you know, was the leader. So he's like, I have to protect whatever's left of TVXQ because if we leave, than what happens to what we built here. And like, I don't blame them in retrospect because it was the safest option. They didn't want to get blacklisted. They didn't want to lose everything they built. They didn't want to start over. But like, it's just... Also, also when you hear um, SM idols like talk about Lisa Man on TV, please know that is the, the lightest version of anything. Where they're like doing his voice and making jokes it's 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 in jest it's in jokes that man's a clown um and even though some members older members of sm talk about him it's like he's a good person also it's it's just think about how you talk about your boss to other people that work with your boss (laughs) that is how that is how they're talking about lisa man and if you don't believe me please listen to key when he was on like youtube shows talking about SM Town, my ass. He didn't say that like that, but he's just like, we're a company. 
there's no family family shit right so just just please be aware of that especially the babies who are like into nct and stuff like that i i don't i still don't know why y'all like that man he's made choices about nct that is just not going well but we can sit here and talk all day about why we don't like lsm but let's get into his could possibly be his downfall from the industry so we are going to do this as a timeline version of what i found on tmi k-pop if y'all have other information or screenshots that i don't have in here please feel free to interrupt um let's go ahead and get this started some important things to know kakao has been trying to buy sm for like the last two years I feel like since the pandemic started, there have been like rumors and talks about Kakao trying to buy um, SM stocks. For you guys who don't know, Kakao is a huge um, messaging app, but they're also becoming a very big media app and a financial app. Um, people bank through Kakao. They, um, everything, it's like the Korean version of Google without a search engine, if that makes sense. That's how big Kakao is, I would say. Um, but on January 11th, TMI K-pop tweeted that Kakao Entertainment attracts $1.2 trillion in investments from Saudi Arabia Sovereign Wealth Fund, Public Investment Fund, and Singapore Investment Group, $600 billion each. Since the second half of last year, Kakao Entertainment has been seeking to attract investments before they do an IPO. And an IPO is when a company goes from being personally owned by, like, one person to being owned by shareholders um but also on november 16 2022 the fair trade commission um has launched another intervention into cacao this time to target cacao entertainment cacao entertainment um its headquarters in pangyo to conduct an on-site investigation so um this tweet was tweeted on the february the 8th but it's about january the 20th so um, there's a rumor going around, um, oh, well, this is in, like, thousands of articles that are being released in Korea. On the 20th and the eve of the Lunar New Year holiday, co-CEO Lee Sung-soo, remember that name? That is Lee So-man's nephew, put an update on his Kakao profile that he would be unavailable, turned off his phone so he could not be reached. This is after SM's management adopted Align's 12-point plan and formed a committee to recommend outside directors for SM at the March board meeting, but before the cacao deal. Just know that happened on the 20th. Let's go to February 2nd. This is when shit started to pop off on Twitter's side. There is a tweet that goes out that SM Entertainment shows that they are moving to a multi-producer multi-label system and will look to acquire other labels for maximum IP profitability. They will also establish a publishing specialized subsidiary. This is a 20-minute video with English subtitles that has been uploaded to SM Town's YouTube. It is two people sitting down who are talking about how SMTainment is going to go into like a multi-producer, multi-label thing. Like where they become the big house and then they have little companies under them. They already have the Suju label under them. And so there are these two charts. If you will go to page, what page is this? Um, four. Then these are screenshots from that video where they talk about their target business indicators and their multi-label maximum of IP property. Basically, they were talking about having independent labels. Or it's a, it's a format that I feel like a lot of companies have started to do towards like 2010. I know JYP started to do this a long time ago, where instead of one team of PR managers, all that stuff was for like four different groups. It was 
they would basically set up the company as if each group had its own team of um, employees that was like a small company. But this time, I think it would be more in detail. Um, they talked about expanding their music genres to R&B and hip-hop. Mm. Um, this is where they said they were going to do 40-plus albums per year. Um, <laughs> that's laughable. <laughs> truly is. Um, these Their 2023 IP release plan included three new artist teams, one solo artist debut, a release of 41 music albums. Um, that's 31 albums in 2022. I guess that's 10 albums in 2022. 23 sales target is 18 million copies a year they made 14 million copies in 2022 the new these are people who were under each group they was talking about a new girl group a virtual artist please cut that idea nct tokyo which we knew was going to come eventually and then another new boy group now that that caught me off guard because y'all acted like nct infinity which is going to be what the deal was um but each new like the new girl group was supposed to have seven albums the virtual arts was to have 12 albums nctd tokyo was to have 12 albums the new boy groups was to have 10 albums a year no <laughs> in one year that. absolutely yeah, yeah they're focusing on like quantity over quality and it's showing like it's showing oh t- my god is it showing so february 3rd 2023 2023 sorry if i'm studying or i've been speaking korean all day and my english is blah all right the business press is saying that lee so man has resigned from sm entirely and that his position as an executive producer has ended and he will continue to support sm as a shareholder now when i saw this bitch my jaw hit the floor i said lee so man retire the way this tweet is written it made me think he resigned on his own and i was like why how who where what's going on um because you know jyp no longer runs jyp he's just a producer um yg needs just to be a producer but you know we'll talk about that because that man popped up out of nowhere and i was just like uh. <laughs> um but the tweets continues as the sm entertainment announced on the third that it will end its new it's nearly 30 year old one man producer system a founder, Lisa Men, and that's what this is that new SM 3.0 era. That that system I just talked about, we're gonna call it SM 3.0 from now on. Um, authority of all sectors, including artist production, management, and marketing, which have been in Lisa Men's hands. Now, this is how most K-pop companies were run for years. It was one person being like, "Our artist, yeah, you, you're gonna do." If you look at TVXQ from beginning to end, it's very obvious that one man was just like, "Yeah, let's do." cute happy songs yeah let's do ballads yeah let's do oh god if you look at shinwa and they had that like really weird era where they were doing rock and like the mm-hmm. hair and the makeup and it was just all lisa men being like do this do that and so the marketing the management the production was all in his hands as the general producer um it will be redistributed along with the artists to multiple production centers and labels which is probably a better idea more heads you know makes for a better project 
Um, so Lisa Men in September of last year said that as the majority shareholder, it was his duty to accept the opinions of the minority shareholders. He holds over 18% but lost control due to Align Partners. Now, remember that name. That's another player in this game. Align Partners is a company who only had 1% but was able to gather the support of institutional investors, which accounted for over 30% of shares. Lisa Mann was only able to get an additional 4% of the shareholders to support him. 30 fucking percent. You Do you know how what kind of chess game you have to be playing to only have 1% in your hand? But your words can control up to 31% of shareholders. That is fucking insane. You cannot tell me this doesn't sound like some kind of K-drama, like k-drama moment okay so line partners huh what'd you say i said it feels i feel like i've watched this this i've, this I've watched the show I've this script before <laughs> yes 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 um so um fyi the market loves this at this point on february 3rd sm shares were over ninety thousand motherfucking one a share jumping to february 6th SM Entertainment is suffering from eternal strife, with some protesting the resignation of Lisa Man. I don't know why. Um. Oh well, <laughs> this was funny. Famous singer actor Kim Min Jong. Um. Do I know this man? Let me look up his face. Kim Min Jong. Is that who I think it is? That is who I think it is. He was in a Gentleman's Dignity, Marin. Yes, I recognize him. I forget yes, he's yes, a singer. Yes. yes, I forgot he was a singer too. Um who has been with SM for 17 years, publicly criticized SM, but in the midst of this, there is growing employee support of the production reform plan. Kim Min Jong said a company-wide email. I didn't know employees, well, most employees consider a company-wide email, but still, stating that unlike what had previously been announced by the co-CEOs, they cut off all communication with Lisa Min and made unilateral decisions without any internal discussions. One of the co-CEOs is Lisa Min's nephew, Lee Sung-soo. Um, oh, Lee Sung-woo. Lee Sung-woo? Lee Sung-soo is one of those. So the two CEOs are the ones, the two co-CEOs are the ones who were in the YouTube video that announced SM 3.0, okay? Um, in particular, the nephew announced that Lee Sung-man's resignation Oh, he announced that in the video stating that the contract with Lisa Man had ended, but they sincerely thank Lisa Man for his continued support as a shareholder. I don't think Lisa Man knew at that moment that he was fired. Um, okay. Kim Min Jong questioned why salary increases were offered to all employees except Lisa Man's office of the secretary far in advance of normal salary negotiation period, and that this change will not benefit the SM family nor the shareholders. It has been reported that Lisa Min was shocked by the announcement on February 3rd. It was considering making a statement at the March general meeting. However, the SM Forum on Blind, an anonymous business message board, there is support for the reform with one comment saying that SM has become a third-tier company with half the market cap and operating profit as Hive, and that SM cannot keep pace without drastic improvement. Don't be drunk with past glories. SM had no comment. Now, this is on February 6th. This is the first mention of Hive. 
Hype was never a part of this conversation before February 6th. Um, it was always been about Kakao was the one who Kakao was the one who was going to try to take over SM. Um, just so we know that. Are we following along now? Do we have any questions? No, not really. I don't have any. Okay. Okay. Neither do I. Okay. Now we're at February 7th. Kakao announced it has acquired 9.5 stake in SM Entertainment to become the second largest shareholder in SM after Lisa Meng, who has 18%. Now this was the 7th. Kakao will acquire 4.9 4.91%, which is 1.23 million shares at via a paid-in capital increase of 91k per share. Money is moving, bitch. An additional 4.14% of convertible bonds with a conversion price of 92.3k. After Lisa Menekakao, um, the next largest shareholder is the National Pension Service, who holds 8.96 six percent the acquisition date is marked six according to the subscription agreements cacao can transfer the shares of cacao entertainment upon written notice to sm entertainment cacao entertainment is cacao cacao entertainment and sm entered into a multilateral agreement for cooperation to promote joint planning and global management of k-pop artists including the development of the soul arena um acquisition of domestic and foreign labels invest in global publishing bus um, rumors of Kakao's takeover. SM is raising expectations considering the most of SM shares are held by minority shareholders, which is 70.53%. Kakao is a step closer to becoming the largest shareholder of SM Entertainment. In response to this news, the Kakao acquiring acquiring SM stock, the market has mixed um, with Kakao rising to 4.29% in the stocks. Um, and SM falling 2.28% on, their, on the stock market. It says the divergence is that Kakao's investment in SM is different from market expectations. Now, until recently, oops, sorry, until recently rumors circulated that Kakao Entertainment would make a block deal for Lisa Man's shares at a specific price, a premium price. So from my understanding, um... They were going to just like buy all his shares at one, but contrary to the rumors, SM made a disappointing sale to Cacao at a lower price. So they were supposed to pay a high price for it, but it seems like they were offering or they sold at a lower price or SM um, offered at a lower price. The paid in capital increase involves new shares. New shares dilute the existing share values. Shareholders expected Cacao to buy existing shares and not be granted new ones. Continuing on February the 7th, Lee So-Men has objected to the cacao transaction. His law firm, Kwabu, has issued a statement that the, insu- the issuance of new stock is illegal as it violates the shareholders' primitive rights, the right of existing shareholders to have the first opportunity to purchase new stock. So this trade that is happening between cacao and Lee So-Men could possibly dilute the value of the shares that the majority shareholders have. That's 70%. And so... um. But because Kakao is working with the co-CEOs and not with Lisa Man, because it seemed, um, because Lisa Man never wanted Kakao to become the biggest shareholder, of course. And so the fact that these new shares that we're giving to Kakao um, weren't allowed for the current shareholders to purchase them first is why the court injunction, I think, is being filed. Okay, 
This is still February the 7th. Huawei states that Lisa Man will sue the temporary injunctions to prohibit the illegal insurance of new stocks and convert bonds and hold the directors who voted for his measure criminally and civilly liable. The conflict between management and um, Lisa Man has surfaced in earnest. It began with SM Management accepted the activist fund online partners. That's the name we mentioned earlier. Um, their demand for improvement of corporate governance. So I think, I think, let me Google what corporate governance means one more time, but I think that's just like how the company is run. Uh, core, spellatory core of correct governance. Yes. Corporate governance. Uh, is defined, described, or de- delineated in diverse ways depending on the writer's purpose. Writers focus on disciplinary interests or contexts often adopt narrow definitions. Corporate governance is the structure of rules, practices, and processes used to direct and manage a company. There we go. So, how the company is being run, basically. So, SM has long been the target of activist funds due to the billions of bonds paid to Like Planning. Remember that name. Like Planning is the private company of Lisa Mann. As pressure to improve um, governance intensified last year, SM announced that the contract with Like Planning would terminate early. Since then, SM's governance has improved rapidly. SM management made the decision to accept Align Partners' demands and held a board meeting during the Lunar New Year holiday to vote on the formation of a board of director recommendation committee and a shareholder return policy. In the end, the the votes of the National Pension Fund, who who holds 8.96%, and the rest of the minority shareholders will be the difference. So it seems to me that this... um, like planning this private company of LSM may be tied to why he was wanted. I mm-hmm. think there was money laundering happening between the companies or whatever, but that company, like planning, was tied in that SM. People didn't like that. Align partners, the checker, the chess players who have the one percent but was controlling thirty percent, was like, "No, bitch! If you don't cut ties with this personal company, we will start making plans that you really ain't gonna like." And so, um. SM was like, okay, um, we will terminate this contract with like planning, and that changed the way the company was running. We good? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. A summary from February 7th. Okay, summary of SM. Cacao situation since people seem to be confused. Align Partners is a private equity fund. Equity means money, a lots of money. It's a company that invests in other companies for the benefit of its own shareholders. Align looked at SM and its shares that were trading around 30K. Uh, uh, equity funds are usually, if you watch any business drama, the people that have been like, yeah, we're going to come in and make your company bigger and then we're going to sell it again. That's what a lot of these funds do, right? And so um, they were trading it around when when SM's shares were trading around 30K. They thought that they we can improve this company's value. They invest enough to gain a little more than 1% of SM. Once they have 1%, they begin to make demands, including the cancellation of the contract that SM had with Lisa Men's private company like planning during the last couple of years sm entertainment shares have gone from around 30k to 90k damn they did a good job largely due to the rumors that sm entertainment would would be acquired by by cacao cjenm or naver 
these are rumors that have been circulating for a few years now. Align Partners continues to make demands. Last March, Align Partners was able to gather enough minority shareholders to appoint an independent auditor and block new Lisa Man backed board members. Now, bitch, is that in a checkers game? This is the time when SM sent. Oh! Now the ghetto that starts to happen. When SM sent Karina, yes, Karina, an AS an ESPA member signed photographs to minority shareholders to get them to vote for SM instead of a line. He's so um, weird with that. That is so fucking weird in my opinion. It's, it's, how old is Karina? Is she like even 20? I was going to say, I feel like she underage, but <laughs> let me see. 21 actually, like, but that's really? still weird for me. That's still like, creepy though, yeah. It's, it's very, very creepy. <laughs> Karina from ESPA, how old are you, baby girl? She was born, huh? Karina, she was born in 2000. She's 22. Still, why would you send signed photographs of one of your employees to shareholders to get them to vote for you? How did now I'm now I'm truly confused. How how was Lisa Man a business person for so long? And these are the kind of moves he's making. I don't understand. You know, it kind of makes me wonder, though, like, because you always hear those stories of, like, companies, like, using their female idols, like, I would have as, like, yeah, so. I would not, allegedly, allegedly, we're just going to throw that word out there. Allegedly. <laughs> All right. Continuing with the summary, this year Align consolidated, consolidated their demands into a 12-point plan. The current co-CEOs, including one of, the, one of them as a nephew, held a board meeting during the lunar holiday and voted to adapt this 12-point plan. Then yesterday, Kakao announced that they had made a deal with the current SM management to acquire newly issued shares, okay? In SM, which would make Kakao the second largest shareholder in SM. Lisa Man is suing SM and the board of directors individually to prevent the issuance of new shares and or to prevent Kakao from purchasing the new shares. What does Align get out of this? Private equity funds make money for their shareholders by buying underperforming companies, improving their performance, and selling when the shares are high. They then move on to the next underperforming company. Um... <laughs> uh this was a tweet that said that said um Lisa Man has been staying in the US and hurriedly returned back to Korea on February 7th. Um Essence official statement to ED ED Daily regarded Lisa Man's intention to file a temporary injunction to prevent the issuance of new stocks and convertible bonds. We heard about this through the process and don't know the details. If a temporary injunction is filed or more details are learned, they will review the info. Um, still on February the 7th. Essence official statement to ED Daily. Oh, okay. I did it twice. Okay. Now on February 8th. Artists under Kakao Entertainment who once entered Weverse are preparing to move to Bubble. Bubble is owned by Dear You, a subsidiary of SM. SM shares are soaring close to 100K at this point. This is a lengthy article which goes over everything shared previously, along with analyst opinions that the share price of SM is likely to rise due to competing tender offers from the two camps to secure management rights, as there is some belief amongst analysts that El- that Liso Man has a good chance of winning the injunction. That is important. 
we will get back to what a tender is and the injunction. The platform war has been going on for a while. Um, Hybe bought VLive and then ended VLive. And they're trying to make everything up on Weverse, I think, which is more like a paid app. A lot of the services on VLive are free, but um, yes. So Kaka'o has a current um contract with weavers but if they go to bubble because they are now shareholders big shareholders with sm that's more platform wars coming um it's crazy because i still don't know who be paying for all this um content on these apps because after v live when i deleted that shit i was like um <laughs> i don't need to um, spin coin on videos from my face when a lot of them still utilize youtube which i think has a much bigger impact but you know a company is going to do what it can do to make moolah so um i think the platform wars will be continuing to be interesting as we're moving along any questions no Mm-mm. okay nope okay february 8th the entertainment press is reporting that Lisa May had suffered a fracture to his arm while in the U.S. and upon arriving in Korea was transferred to a Seoul hospital for treatment. Um, meanwhile, Huawei, the law firm, filed for an injunction against the issuance of new shares. Um, a follow-up on the injunction. The court needs to rule on the temporary injunction application. Board proposals need to be made in six weeks in advance of the board meeting. Board meeting is usually the end of March, so one of those two things will happen in the next couple of weeks. So we will be back for part two. Um, a full a summary of the full text statement by Huawei, the law firm, basically stating their legal position regarding how the SM bylaws require new shares to be offered to shareholders. We already know this. Um, and that there was no urgent business purpose that necessitated the issuance of new shares essentially if sm wanted to issue new shares it had to be for a legit business purpose and not solely to sell to cacao as cacao could have purchased those shares on the open market so there's a little bit of you know dirty business going behind this is what the industry thoughts are on hype now this is where hype starts to come into play i think which is february the 8th yeah, that didn't get posted February 9th. Okay, February 7th and February 8th is where we start to get more talk about Hive. We haven't got the big news yet. We are just hearing rumors. Okay. So, um, Hive, a white knight. According to the IB industry, Hive has been toying with a making a tender offer for SM Entertainment. It is said that a large domestic securities company was in charge of arranging acquisition financing and adjusted a tender offer price of 100k to 120k per share. Now. I know you're probably asking, what the fuck is a tender? We'll get to that in a second. If the tender offer was successful, SM would be co-managed by Hype as the majority shareholder and Lisa Men as the second largest shareholder. The market believes that this is why SM held an emergency board meeting on the 7th to allow Cacao to buy in via the paid-in capital increase. So, at this point in time, the industry is thinking 
that the current co-CEOs of STM teamed up with Kakao to make sure that Hive could not become the largest shareholder. Um, it is interpreted that the idea behind a Hive tender offer was that if Lisa Mann handed his stake over to an investor um, that would grow the company and that will allow Lisa Mann to continue to participate in management, he could gain a justification to persuade minority shareholders. So there's like two or three teams playing ch- chess right now. We have the co-CEOs and Kakao. We have Lisa Mann possibly with an investor that would have continued to let him be in charge of management. And then we have what could possibly be Hive, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Oh wait. Okay. So wait. That would allow Lisa Mann to continue to participate in management. He could gain a justification to persuade minority shareholders to vote his way. And the best partner was Hybe, who raised the global artist to BTS. So that's kind of three teams, more like two. People were saying that Lisa Mann could have teamed up with Hybe as a way to not let Kakao and his nephew take over, but. Um, because then Hybe would possibly let him still be a manager. Hybe's response in this regard, there is no information that has been delivered about this. A tender, okay, what is a tender offer? A tender offer is where an investor proposes to buy a share, any share held by any shareholder on the market for X price for X amount of time. Okay, the X price is ordinarily a premium above the market price. So the current market price of stocks was only like 90k. They raised the hive had raised it to 120k and so they were making an offer to buy stocks from any shareholder at one I mean, shares from at 120k okay um father hive obviously has the money especially when i tell you how many shares they hold Okay, for the confused, the rumor is recently, as opposed to the 2020 rumor, Hype was considering helping Lisa Mann maintain control of SM. Upon hearing this, the current SM management contacted Kakao and agreed to issue them new shares at around 91k to 92k per share, which is not a part of um like emergency business, which is only when new shares could have been put up. New shares are supposed to go to the sh- existing shareholders not a new shareholder. Well, Kaka was an existing shareholder, I think, but they were giving these new shares privately by the cousin, not the cousin, the nephew, right? So we have Team Hybe and Lisa Man, which I never thought I'd say this sentence. Um, <laughs> and then we have Team Kakao and Nephew. Okay. However, the tender offer has not been made by Hybe and there is no official documents to support this rumor. This is February 8th. Board proposals need to be submitted six weeks in advance of a general meeting, which is at the end of March. But remember, they had another board meeting on Lunar New Year, which is the 20th. And if there is a 20th of January, um, and if there is an offer by Hive, it would likely be made public in the next couple of weeks. Otherwise, you can write this off as another unverified rumor, like the 22 rumor that Hive was interested in buying, interested in buying Lisa Man shares. Okay. February 8th, we have some more rumors about Lee Sung Soo, the nephew, was using a line to gain control over SM. Did that backfire? One analyst said there is no longer about optimizing shareholder value, but a fight over management rights, which what it sounds like to me. It sounds like um, we have a camp that it was trying to, or is trying to help Lee Sung Man at this point in time in the timeline to 
even if he's not the biggest shareholder to still have management rights while his nephew um might have chosen the line to come on as a shareholder and a checker and a check chessboard player to make sure that Lisa Mann didn't get any more management rights. I mean, Align was doing something right because after they started having um, contact with his personal company, y'all were talking about the company was going looking a little better. So, you know. Um, yeah, okay. Questions, comments? No. Okay. February 8th, continuing. Um... On March 16, 2022, Align Partners opposed a third party paid in capital increase to fund the acquisition of SM by Cacao as it would reduce existing shareholders' values. SM General Meeting is at the end of the month. Um, so people are wondering what happened between Align and Lee Sung Soo um, since last March. More speculations. Some have asked whether this will affect music releases and debuts, and no one knows right now. This is something that the industry wonders too. Lisa Man was involved in everything from training to debut, even outfits and hairstyles. And with him gone, it is anticipated SM artists may undergo a large scale concept change. Also, producer Yu Young Jin, who was close with SM, may not be able to exert the same influence on album productions before the reorganization plan. One SM insider said, amongst the 3.0 plan, there is no discussion about who will be the producers in charge of projects. And as the current management are not producers, there is doubt they could take charge of a project or even prepare a rookie debut group. Now I know y'all have comments now. <laughs> Y'all not gonna let you 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 young Jin have control? What <laughs> is, can we talk about this, please? He's part of the reason why I still listen to SM music. <laughs> yeah, and people are thinking like maybe Kenzie will also say something soon. If any both Kenzie and you young Jin are gonna not have control, that's gonna be really insane. Like SM will not like I don't know what their music is gonna sound like anymore. Yeah. I think um, for those of you who've been to Seventeen, once Hive took over Pletus, there became a lot more English in Seventeen songs, which I dislike. Um, they have their concepts haven't changed completely, but the only good thing about SM's thing was that producers like Yoo Young Jin could work with so many different groups. Um, so if they changed to a multi-label system. Does that mean he only had, gets to work with one group and he can't like be like, hey, I wrote a song for Red Velvet. Here's another song for, you know, Shiny. Here's another song for NCT. Like, can't y'all just let him become like executive producer and then he picks producers to produce all the other groups? Because the producer is in charge of every single thing. And that's one of the reasons that they don't want Lisa Man to be in charge of management anymore because that system doesn't work when one person is in charge of producing several groups which I completely understand but Yu Young Jin is a motherfucking genius and I don't need to fuck that up <laughs> it feels like that man's been around for forever like he was around you can hear him in Shinma's song like, <laughs> yeah. literally like the idea of him not being part of SM is almost as wild 
wild as Lee Soo-man being officially kicked out. Like it would be like yeah. Teddy being taken away from YG. Like God. yes. <laughs> Literally. And honestly, I'm not a fan of all of you young Jin's like title track upbeat songs, but his R and B like <laughs> the idea of not having his R and B ear Ballistic. and not him not vocally training the idols like i i won't they no longer <sighs> able to sing anymore <laughs> oh my god the god. new sm groups will no longer be like real singers because think about sm like no matter how trash some of the songs are all of their train all of their trainees and idols for the most part can't sing except for like the rappers but like most of them can't sing well and here's the thing the only way that i'm okay with this changes in sm it's if Yu Young Jin decides he's gonna make his own fucking company finally. I would literally cry if he was just like, you know what? I'm gonna make my own company. I'm gonna produce my own group. We would be in heaven. Oh, listen, and if it was an R&B group, I'd be like, oh, he's you know gonna he win in the end. More. He's gonna win. He's gonna be the ultimate winner out of this dog fight. <laughs> I feel like... Into, this is an hour into this pot. We are on page... What page are we on? <laughs> we are on page 19 out of 28. And the amount of mess that has been going on is insane to me. <laughs> but go ahead, Mary. You about to say that something. Oh, I was like, I feel like companies would be like, how about we just pay you a ridiculous amount instead of you making your own company? Like, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Imagine if he jumped to JYP. <gasps> and gave us an RB girl group. <gasps> Like no, that would kind of eat. There would be no I, JYP would would never love him. <laughs> would, never. would never let him. I know. <laughs> that is not our sound. We refuse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's continue this. We're still on February eighth. A few stock things. Um, in response to the demand, the Korea Stock Exchange to make a statement regarding the attention toward SM. Hype stated that they are continuously reviewing matters related to purchasing SM shares through the open market as well as acquiring shares directly from SM shareholders. Hive is considering acquiring Lisa Man's shares as well. Remember, they're kind of a team, um, making a tender offer on the open market to obtain a majority shares in SM Entertainment. At the end of the article, it says that Lisa Man was reluctant to sell his stake to Hive in the past. But since the board of directors he appointed have turned his back, his options have narrowed, and he entered negotiations with Hive as a result. February 9th, 2023, at 4.27 p.m., Hung Young exclusively reports that Hive has made an offer for 14.8 of SM Entertainment Owned by Lisa Men at a hundred and twenty k per share, twenty k per share, a total of four hundred and thirty billion won. God, where are and they getting all this money? What do you mean? Where are they getting all this money? BTS has no because like it's not just no, but like it, because of BTS, they have money to buy like. All of these companies and stuff. Okay, BTS, TXT, New Jeans, Seventeen. I, I don't count. G TXT really make money. Uh, it's Marion said that the little, the young, the youngins listen to them. Yeah, the youngins. I don't know. I was um, what was it? When I was looking at the Beyonce tickets, I typed in Ticketmaster tickets, and the first couple of tweets were about TXT because they're coming to 
they're having tours so it's like Ooh. a bunch of people are adding Ticketmaster about when can they get their tickets so i think they're pretty popular among like the newer fans yes. new jeans lesser um they have a bunch of big groups under them now. Ooh, now I, just, I feel it, yeah. like Hive is getting money from somewhere else besides the artist. Though, like, I feel like there's something going on in the background because I, 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 let me even check what is even under Hive because they have to have more money somewhere. <laughs> Guess what I'm saying? They're getting money from somewhere. I feel like it's just four hundred thirty billion dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say I know BTS be making them billions of dollars, but they also have to invest that money back into like the artists and stuff. So what is what they is have a thousand employees? Game? Good God, <laughs> a thousand oh. employees! Their parent company is a mobile game developer that's owned by CJ and what the fuck is going on here, bro? <laughs> if you Let dig get far enough, if you dig far enough, you'll find CJ and M every time <laughs> like it's scary how so scary they are they are so terrified <laughs> no what killed me what when, when, when i when i realized how powerful cj and e m was is like i think it was like in 2017 i went to kroger and i saw that they had like korean dumplings in the freezer section right and when i got mm-hmm. them out the freezer there was a cg e m logo on it and i was like, like what the fuck <laughs> they're never too far away from some korean product people be talking about <laughs> people be talking about Essen, uh, samsung and kia and i'm like but cg and m cg and m <laughs> They the big ones. I swear on stars, Reborn Rich had had to be based off. <laughs> oh, definitely. They are so huge. Who's the other one? Is Cacao formerly Lowen? Oh. But Lowen was a music entertainment. Weren't but wasn't Lowen also a film? Or no idea. Lowen was. Uh, hold on. I feel like Lowen was something that was huge. Cause it's it's I know it's CJ ENM, it's cacao now, but cacao used to be something else. Oh, it is cacao. Yeah. Lowen is cacao. Yeah. yeah, I was like, they've changed their name. Okay, yeah, it was Lowen. <laughs> yeah. So those are the big two. Isn't there another one? But cacao I also think. has IU, which is like it's fucking insane. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and don't they have um, they had a uh, sister. That was Starship. Starship is now under Hive, isn't it? Hmm? No. Starship yeah. is now under Lowen. No, no, no. No. Yeah. Oh, wait. The Star... Wait, wait. Does that company have UJ Suck? I swear to God, they probably no, do. No, that's Mystic. Mystic is the one who has UJ Suck. You're thinking of SF- oh. FNC, and FNC only has SF9, and... Did they have a new boy group? I can't remember. Um, but yeah. The way we used to talk about top three, I don't, I don't even know no more. But the thing about it, the big people always pretend like YGSM and JYP were dominating since the beginning. No, they were not, y'all. The big three has changed every generation. First gen, it was DSP, but the fall, talk about a fall, DSP plummeted. <laughs> <laughs> like DSP went from like Finkel, double S501, like car, like big household names to just like, nothing <laughs> so dsp had where, was where bap was no that was ts yeah. even worse Aww. where secret was ooh, yeah ooh. even ts talk about terrible company i was about to say um, yeah talk about somebody that does not care about their artist doesn't that was them 
Yeah. But it used to be first gen. It was DSP, SM, and JYP because of G-O-D. But even then it was like DSP and SM were the true competitors. YG didn't even get relevant until Big Bang debuted, y'all. Like he had We Sung. He had one time all of the Big Mama. But they were like looked at as artists, not idols. Okay. So like it wasn't until Big Bang that the people were like, oh, this is an idol group. This is not like... Cause like he had a uh, gummy. She's a singer. She's not an idol. Like big mama were technically idols, but they wouldn't, didn't fit into the idol box. So right. YG's b- introduction to the big three is very recent. And DSP got kicked out. Cube was almost this close. Cube was like, let's not, we talk about Cube another, we hate K-pop episode. Cause I can go on for days. <laughs> um, I just went to the business tab of hive. They have headquarters in Korea, America, and Japan. Um, and they have a business, they have a label solution and platforms division. Their labels division is as follows. Big Hit, where BTS and TXT QR. B-Lift Lab is a label founded jointly with C-J-E-N-M. There they go oh, again, hi, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Created with the goal of developing idols, targeting the global market. This is where in hyphen is. We have Source Music. It's a girl group specialist with core values that states music with a clear source and reason can resonate with the listeners. I don't know who's under here. We have Pletus, which is where Nana, Bumsy, Newest, Seventeen, Yehana, Sungyun, and Formus Nine are affiliated with. We have Cause Entertainment, which is Zico and Don. I think Don Zico's under Hype. Yeah, cause entertainment is a unique enable the trends of the times based on originality is beloved by many. Um, Hive labels Japan. We have Adore, which is an independent label established by CEO Minhee Jin. Um, we plan to present different music projects, suggesting new taste, new genes. We have Neko, um, with both function of management agency that handles overall management, including planning and talent development and function of a label that is responsible for the production of high quality. Then we have solutions. We have Hive 360, which plans, produces, and operates content and services such as global concerts, fan meetings, and other high-quality in-person and online concerts. We have Hive IPX, which uses artists and artist-derived IP to create various content and products. We have Hive Solutions Japan. We have Hive TD. TND Japan, which provides multi services for training and developing future artists trainees. Um, we have Hybe IM, which develops solutions that expand the message of music and artists from the core essence of Hybe. Um, ah, through a wide range of preemptive technological researches in games, the metaverse, and AI. And then we have Platforms, which is Weaver's company. Hmm. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. Um, let's continue in this recap. <laughs> God. Okay, this is gonna take a second. I just y'all yeah, knew this was ghetto. It's, it just sounds like a K-drama. <laughs> it's just... Like, imagine being on vacation to know that your nephew, who you left the company to, is trying to get you fired. <laughs> like, 
I know that woke that man about his sleep. I know he was just like, I need the quickest plane back to South Korea. <laughs> God, and then to do business with a company that might not even guarantee you. Look, will Hybe even let Lisa America continue to manage? I doubt well, I, it highly. I mean, well, after that thing, what is that? That 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 statement that Bong PD released. Mm, that was that was a little shady. <laughs> I don't have that statement. Corey, did you post it in yeah. the chat? Okay. I, I don't think I did, but I I remember I saw it and I was like, oh, like if this, I, like, I don't know what the current state of fan wars are, but if this was, if Bong would have said that like 2017, 2016, whew, them arguments would have been insane. Because <laughs> basically, I don't know if y'all saw, but he was basically saying that Lee Su Min paved the way. That's basically what he said. That's literally said what he said. And I was just oh, like, oh wow! And you know how live argument because, has been in the K-pop yes. community for like the longest time, which is not a lie because HOT did file did well. the The founding of HOT resulted in the parasocial relationships that we do have today. So he's not lying. Um, also, he was implying. Well, he straight up said he supports like Lee So Men's like belief in like what Tori was saying the parasocial relationships oh, that yeah. they create with artists to take advantage of fans <laughs> <laughs> which is once again why y'all should stop standing the CEOs of companies they're assholes <laughs> god we're on February 9th we're almost there we're in the home stretch y'all it's just so much shit happened it has to be insane in Korea. Like, it's only 20. I want to know what the artist thinks. I really want to, like, go into this and building into I want you to spill the motherfucking tea. I can't I remember don't... which SM artist it was. Because I was just watching a video about the situation, like, before mm-hmm. we got on the podcast. It's, it's, an, it's a soloist under SM. He's, like, uh, like a pretty old guy. Not super old, but, like, basically... No, it wasn't Kongta. It was another guy. He seems like he was like a oh, the older guy. Yeah, the is older Kim guy. Oh my god, is that him? I think it was Kim. I think it was him. It may have uh-huh. been him. But yeah, he was just basically saying that like he does not support what like Chris Lee is doing, and like oh, that's um, Kim Min Jong probably yeah, yeah, and like the he doesn't like what like the new CEOs are doing as well, and like he thinks it's wrong of what they're doing to LSM and whatnot, and he doesn't, sh- he's not sure what the future of the company is going to look like, and if they'll be successful. I, I will talk about that towards I, the end. I don't. One I, thing, I, I, I don't understand why these folks are taking his side when he's the one who sold y'all out. Like, what's, why are you taking this man's side when he literally I was made a pride is- mood? I think the problem is they don't want to be owned by Cacao. Like, that's the main... Like, Cacao is, like, the number one enemy in this situation. Because, yeah. like, people are fearing, like, the state of the music industry or the K-pop industry in Korea if Cacao is able to, like, get a hold of SM. Because, like, it's like, what are they going to do next, basically? I mean, I guess it's, I, it's picking one devil over the other. It's either you be owned by Cacao who has heavier ties to CG either. I think then Hybe does, or go with Hybe that has at least shown success on a global market and knows what they're doing, because yeah, I mean, they Cacao for Entertain- sure know what they're doing. <laughs> Cacao <laughs> Entertainment is not SM wants to be worldwide. Lisa Man wants to be worldwide, right? 
he's desperately very pissed off that he didn't get you know the 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 western seal of approval and so his own his company's fault because asia tour the asia tour somehow they really said world i have a poster of expo's first you know what's on that map mainly asia and like one stop in america one stop in europe that's their world tour yes yes like card was out here touring the u.s with two songs like Have two songs in a dream, baby. Like, two songs in a dream. And they had toured three, four times, I swear. But all I This know is Lee Su Man's karma for not pushing EXO globally when Call Me Baby came out. <laughs> Listen. Oh, he would, no, no. I have, okay, I have a conspiracy theory, but this is just mm-hmm. me being myself. I think, okay, believe me, I'm going to sound crazy, but keep in mind, when, it's who, who cares? I'm going to sound crazy. To me, Lee Su Man's a huge person like he's an ego guy so when he puts all his money and effort and time into something he wants it to like be exactly how he wants it right Mm -hmm. when things don't when things don't go according to his plan he like he goes into like target like i'm gonna destroy you mode so and this is just his track record like when things fall apart or things don't end up the way he plans them to in the beginning that he just goes crazy so to me what happened was after you know who who's currently in jail <laughs> left and then when the other when Chow and Luhan left EXO my opinion is that he took out his rage against the fact that they had dared to leave SM um that they dared to mess up his long-term plan so early in their career and he took it out on them as like how dare you I'm gonna take out this rage I feel towards the Chinese members on the remaining EXO members and saying, you know what? I'm done with y'all. You're on your own. I don't have a plan anymore. I don't. There's a lot of evidence of this. Like, look at like SNSD. Like, I forgot. I can't remember what exactly happened, but something happened. So literally they out of nowhere sm started letting all their relationships leak and then they didn't have bodyguards for some reason mm-hmm. like, it was like a bunch of stuff happening back then. yes the same thing happened that, to exo they yeah. something he something made him mad out of yeah. nowhere relationships start leaking they stop having bodyguards sawsangs have more access to them now like i mean he did the same thing yeah. with shinwa shinwa had to yeah. fight for over a decade to get their name from SM. yeah because yeah. they all dared to fucking leave the man is petty with a capital P. <laughs> and so absolutely. And so to think that to to have that petty of a manager uncle one scary. Um I keep forgetting Sonny is his goddamn niece. I oh, you know what <laughs> makes me giggle is the thought that his nephew is the co-CEO and Sonny who was the niece were chit-chatting about this before he knew it. She's like, "Are you really going to do this? You're really going to take a deal with Kakao?" I mean, did you think that over? I mean, I'm here for you, but she's just like, <laughs> I want to know: Is there a group chat of everybody who's ever left SM? I want to know what Jessica's. <laughs> oh, that group chat is crazy! Like, I know that group chat is crazy right now. The SNSD <laughs> members that left just cackling to themselves, like, "Ooh, gra- glad I'm not in there anymore." <laughs> right. All right, let's finish this timeline and then we'll continue to gossip. This is going to be a long episode. Please take a potty break if you need one. Turn us on while you're doing your dishes. Um, and tweet at us when you have comments because I want to know. So, 
news goes out that um, Hybe is buying 14.8% of SM shares. The total purchase price will exceed 700 billion won. It is known that Lee So Man, t- I know, it is known that Lee So Man, together with Chairman Bong, formed a consensus to seek solutions to expand their global businesses together. Analysts say that Lee So Man lost influence with the SM board. He turned to Hybe to sell his stake at a premium. There is a possibility that Cacao will make a tender offer at a higher price than Hybe cannot be ruled out. Articles go on to say that Hybe was interested in 2020, but Lisa Man didn't want to sell to his upstart rival. And that purposely, purposely, Lisa Man approached Hybe the first time around. Yes. Um... Can someone explain this tweet? So, are y'all gonna lie on the mental health surveys or what? <laughs> <laughs> what <is this? laughs> okay, so I can't remember when exactly this was. This is not any shade to BTS. This is mm-hmm. about Big Hit. Uh-huh. I can't remember when exactly this was. I can't remember which comeback it was, but um, Big Hit sent out a mental health survey to BTS fans, and mm-hmm. from what I remember, basically they're trying to gather what like mental state their fans were in were in and like get information on how many of them were suffering from like depression and all this other stuff so they can tailor their music to that that is very creepy um yeah and people are basically saying like oh so are you gonna lie on the the mental health survey (laughs) you're like more depressed than you are so we can get better music or something like that yeah but i remember when it came out like when it happened like people were talking about it as well like you said like it's creepy and like it's like taking advantage like there was a whole discussion about that but it was like this this happened like like four or five years ago maybe oh wasn't there also correct me if i'm wrong i don't know if it was big hit it was from 2017 just 2017 okay i don't remember if it's big hit as well but wasn't there some kind of summit where they were talking about black women that and like appealing BTS. to black women yes, for that K-pop. Was, that, was the B- that was a BTS. That was a big hit. Um, okay. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Wasn't it like B- big hit that did that? They had well? a they they hold held a summit, and one of the lectures at the summit was on how black women like Asian groups. I don't remember. It was weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just rem- thinking of like a slide being about black. Yes. Women. I can let me type this in. Um, big hit. Uh, black women <laughs> summit. <laughs> oh no! Please don't do that. Y'all can still hear me. Yeah. Yes. Okay. My computer really is being extremely iffy. Okay. Yeah. This was in two thousand. <laughs> It was in 2021. <laughs> I remember the picture from this. Please let this tweet have it. Cause <laughs> yeah. Um, but also people were mentioning. I saw tweets like this. I don't know how true this is. But I saw a couple of BTS fans talking about how Big Hit is a private company. Even though it's under Hybe. So whatever Hybe does doesn't affect BTS as much as it affects other groups. I don't know if how much of that is true or not somebody with more information please tell me about that because if hive is the parent company don't they have the majority shares in big hit so they can just 
There was actually, let me see if I can find it because there was some kind of chart that was showing how much ownership Hyde, Hyde had in each of his sub labels. Ooh, please. I would love to know that. Let me see if I can find Oh, I don't know how I'm going to find that again. Maybe I like, I hope I liked it like on Twitter. Let me see. <laughs> but yes. So also on the 9th, um, SM Entertainment issued a statement that they will join for- forces with all the executives and artists who oppose any hostile takeovers, including Hype. This is when I was like, not y'all assuming that y'all artists are going to side with you, first of all. <laughs> but doesn't it sound like fanfic mafia shit (laughs) it really does feel like a wattpad fanfic (laughs) we're going to gang together to make sure hive doesn't take over control so sm saying this means that this is the co-ceo saying this just so y'all know that um the nephew okay Mm -hmm. okay so now we're on February 9th, February the 10th in South Korea, Yonhap is reporting that um, Hybe has signed the contract to purchase Lisa Man shares 14.8% for 422.8 billion won, making Hybe the largest shareholder of SM Entertainment. Step two, Hybe will make a tender offer for shares held by the minority shareholders of SM, which means they will continue to gain more shares. The Tinder offer will be made on March 1st for an additional 25%. Um, to be a majority shareholder, I think you have to be 51, though. Like, to be able to, like, really run the company or, like, take over the name at the very least. But, yeah. They've just become the largest shareholder for SM Entertainment. More mess. <laughs> Um, I feel like I should have uh, team my K-pop said I feel like I should post this before, but under SM 3.0 plan that was proposed by the co-CEOs, Align CEO our chess player gets a seat on the SM board. Now they were at one percent. Now they get a seat on the SM board with other majority shareholders under that 3.0 plan. What kind of chess game are they playing? Because it's too good. How the it's, hell? it's 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 giving main character. You talking about? And now you're on the board. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> Where was everybody else? Like, what is going on? Um, a, a summary tweet that I think Corey posted says, what I'm getting is that Lisa Man got kicked out from his own company by Chris Lee and Cacao. He's losing influence with the SM board, so he works together with Hive to secure his place, and he did it. Hive about to make sh- make a much bigger offer, Um, so SM tries to be in defense mode. Some additional facts. So, Hive will buy Lisa Man's private shares in SM's affiliate companies, and Lisa Man will not receive anything fees guaranteed by a three-year sunset clause following the termination of the contract between SM Entertainment and like planning. So this is when we were talking about corporate governance and this was like a lines clause like where they were just like um do as we say or you get fired or something like that so he won't get any money for the next three years. And he had to cut ties with his private company, like planning. Um, 
Another article states that to improve corporate and government, Lisa Man will relinquish some of the fees that will be owed to him under the sunset clause with like planning. Previously, it was reported that Lisa Man would be entitled to 6% of music royalties until 2092. Do y'all understand? <laughs> does, that, does that man even have kids? Like, who is going to get this money after he dies? <laughs> like... That's a good I, question because I don't even have an idea. I, um, I found the tweet. Yes, from BTS. Yeah, it was talking about Asian men, black women. <laughs> it's a whole thing on Asian. Women. Okay, so apparently, yes. Hybe owns eighty five percent of Pledis. 80% of Source, 100% Christ. of Big Hit, and 100% of Adore. Did you say 85% of Pletus? Yeah. Apparently, allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, let's throw that word out there some more. Allegedly. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Dang, so this article's referring to them as a conglomerate, not even like a regular company, bro. They're not. Did you... The, the list of companies we just named... They enjoy a market cap of 7.17 trillion Korean won, 5.5 billion USD. That's why they can buy those shares so easily. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> so, um, they own um, Zico's company. Yes. 66%. And then oh, the God. Benefit Lab, 48%. <laughs> so if they do get I, I'm SM? pretty sure if they do get the 15% SM shares they're gonna eventually try to get like way more than that obviously obviously yeah. <laughs> um, uh, they own most of their the, the majority the percentage of all of yes. their subway labels which is just god that's wild to me okay so um so, high release additional statement conveying some of the terms of the stock purchase agreement with Lisa Mann in response to concerns he is trying to still maintain control. Note, the following terms essentially cut off Lisa Mann from SM for at least three years, including any profit. One, Lisa Mann can only produce outside of Korea for the next three years. He is not allowed to hire SM employees or sign contracts with SM artists for the next three years. Two, Lisa Man has delegated all voting rights to Hybe for the SM 2023 regular meeting to happen in March and will actively cooperate in appointing a person designated by Hybe to the board of directors. Lisa Man's remaining shares can be purchased by Hybe immediately after the approval of the acquisition by the FTC. Remaining shares held by Lisa Man are not for the purpose of exercising any management rights. Four, Lisa Man has sold all of the shares held by him in DreamMaker and SM Brand Marketing to Hybe and has agreed not to receive any remaining royalties. Through this, Hybe has resolved most of the governance issues between Lisa Man and SM Entertainment. That's crazy. They cut this man out completely. He's just be completely cut out. And I don't know how this was the better choice from Cacao. I <laughs> um Hive's Tinder offer is open from 
February 10th to March 1st, and anyone interested in accepting the offer can contact Samsung Securities. Align Partners, that is the people who were helping the cousin, says that the tender offer is too low and that Hyatt should make an offer for 100% of the shares and not just 25% of them. They said, bitch, if you go take over this company, you about to pay. Um, <laughs> TMI K-pop said, not low, bro. You approved of a deal to sell to Cacao for 92K. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure Hype's 10 offer is like 100K um, or more. Cacao may make an offer. This was a speculation that Cacao may make a competing tender offer. As of the third quarter, 2022, Cacao's cash and qu- what number is that? Hypes, what? I'm sorry. Cacao's cash and cash equivalents were 4.5552 trillion versus Hypes 903 billion. Oh, oof. <laughs> well, $4,900 billion, okay. Hype has also obtained $320 billion through short term loans. For this SM acquisition, I don't like the term loans. You because that me. You hit billions, and now I don't. Be- now this money's not real to me anymore. Like I, <laughs> I can set. Like I can't think of how large a billion is. Nine hundred three billion, four point two trillion. What does that mean to me? Wait, is it nine hundred and three billion in Korean won? What? Yes. Okay, so nine hundred three billion is like is like nine hundred million, right? Uh-huh. In a Something USD. Like that. And then the four point four trillion is like a, a couple billion hundred million. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Don't ask me. <laughs> it's just a lot of money. <laughs> but the fact that y'all got three hundred and twenty billion extra in short term loans. Everyone is concerned about the artists. This was a, a thought from TMI K-pop that says, I feel like the one thing we all want to know is what the artists of the music write. Unfortunately, no clear answer on that from Hybe. Speculation is that the press is that SM will be run as an affiliate, like Adore, Pletus, and Source Music. Um, Yoon Young Jin comes out against current SM manage- Entertainment Management, says no discussions regarding actual production has had was had in regards to the multi-label system and that he has conveyed his position to CEO Lee Sung-woo, the nephew, that he cannot work with SM under these current situations. Whoop. Um, SM employees, the speculations here is that how are the SM employees taking this? One outlet says there's a growing resistance to the Hive takeover and another said there is growing support. And that, my friends, is the SM madness as of oh, now. Really, really the most concerning part to me is you, Young Jin. I'm gonna like I take over and honestly, cool, I'll move on. If you Young Jin is not there anymore, well, looks like I'm not listening to SM because most of the songs I listen to from SM, he he's a part of it. I'm just <sighs> TMI K pop also tweeted that like we're we have to wait for what the injunction says. All this other shit, which is probably we probably have to do another episode. Because when Monday rolls around and the courts open up again, because bitch is the weekend right now um, in Korea. So, ain't nothing legally moving until Monday, which will be Sunday our time. So, I just, <laughs> my thing is that Lee Sung Min refused to do the cacao thing because they were working with his nephew, right? 
And so he turns to Hybe, but Hybe is like, bitch, you, you're not finna manage shit for the next three years. You're not getting no money for the next three years. Um, we gonna pick a person to sit on the board, and your ass can go back to the United States Hybe and, said, you know, nurse that. Hybe said, we saw what Taeyeon looked like. <laughs> they said they said we've seen we've seen you you produced wolf and we've seen pbxq we're not letting you anywhere near <laughs> my biggest concern is that the music is going to change drastically 17's music hasn't changed drastically there's just been more english in it and that's my only biggest concern because I wish y'all would touch Shiny. I Leave think them alone from what I was seeing for now, at least for now, because yeah. it's only 14%, they don't have say in like the music. The reason why they have say in 17's music because they own 85% of yes. <laughs> But because they only are going to, for now, have that 14% of SM, they won't have a say in the music. But, you know, in the future, when they do acquire more shares, we probably will start sounding a lot different. And it's like, but if Kyle, if, but also, if Kyle makes a counteroffer and they become biggest shareholder, then what? I just... They're going and to try to these, acquire more too. Yeah. And how are these two companies with these two opposing forces supposed to be cooperative on the same board? Oh, they're Will not. Anything get done? <laughs> no. Nah. I feel like. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just think that it's going to be because both companies are like two sides of the same coin. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's like. To me, the biggest concern is that when whichever side takes majority shares, not like the beginning shares, like whoever takes the most or ends mm-hmm. up with like the majority, which I think they need 50%, right? To be like, to make yeah. all of the decisions. 51. 51. 51. Okay. So when whoever reaches 51 first, whether it be Cacao or Hybe, they're going to restructure everything, which means somebody's faves are going to get the boot. And, and you know the oh real quick, Hive is quick to disband, which groups. is what we talked about earlier. Yeah. They are very quick to be like, y'all aren't making us enough money. We can focus somewhere else. Bye bye. <laughs> right, and SM is probably one of the few companies that will keep people who are technically not profitable because mm-hmm. they've been loyal to the SM brand. You know, so like I that kind that's kind of a lot of people. Like, I'm not going to, not a lot. I'd say it's about, I'm thinking off the top of my head, three groups or artists or that I think people know who could be on the chopping block. But I feel like when, if Hybe or Cacao take over, they're not going to take that whole, well, you've been here since the beginning thing. Seriously, they're not going to yeah, care. They're just going to be. Some groups that haven't been formally disbanded or but are, have just been inactive for a while, right. I would definitely get rid of them. Right. Doesn't matter like if they want to like get back together again. No, they wouldn't care. Um, And I feel like people aren't to me. That's like the biggest concern because I want to know like the fans I feel like are thinking, but they're not thinking. I think fans are thinking best case scenario, which I think is good. I think it's always good to think of both the best and the worst case scenarios to like have a more balanced um, viewpoint on stuff. But I don't think fans are really prepared for what happens if like all of a sudden you wake up and it's like three groups are gone or two artists are just surprising their also, contracts are gone. Right. 
Also, if you're thinking that if Hive takes over SM, they're going to disband all those groups, you are out of your mind. The amount of money they're spending to buy these stocks, they're going to make that money back. They're taking out loans. They're not going to disband groups that you hate because of fandom wars. Oh, oh no, I think that I'm talking about like the yeah, ones like, that are like... Oh, I'm, no, I'm just saying, yeah. that's what I've been saying on Twitter. People were like, well, when oh. I buy SM and then disbands everybody, it's yeah, just like they they're would never going to disband Any of the groups that y'all are wanting them to disband because you have a hate boner for them, it's not going to happen. NCT makes a lot of money. Like, be for real. <laughs> like, I know a lot of y'all do not like NCT. I don't like all of their songs either, but they, they the boys sell millions of copies have, of albums. Have not done anything worthy of their careers being... <laughs> Just also, pe- for people thinking that Hybe is going to make um, uh, EXO apologize personally to BTS, I, I don't know for what. I don't know <laughs> what? for what they're going to apologize for. No, because I saw a tweet that was like, Ooh, when Hybe makes that group apologize to BTS, I'm like, apologize for what? It's like, you have beef with EXO stands. EXO has done You have beef with the fans. <laughs> Do you think the company care about the fans? They're not going to make nothing happen. Nobody apologizes right. for anything. Unfortunately, y'all gonna end up becoming cousins eventually because <laughs> the subdivisions gonna have a, a freaking high world tour, and you are gonna see them yes. on the same stages. <laughs> Which but is I do, like- but not to be that person, but I am kind of concerned uh-huh. about like there's three, not three, but well, one, two. Ah, there's like three or four artists like on the older side that I'm kind of worried about. Um, Kanka, Boa. Yeah. Yeah, because if they if they say y'all are disbanding Super Dream, we like we're just making our own company, and I've lost. They have listen, been, elves will personally go to the bank. <laughs> listen, el talk about elves. Elves will personally go to every bank in South Korea, take out every penny they have, and open up Super Junior a, a company without their opinion. Super Junior will wake up and be like, "We have a company," and elves will be like, "Get to work." <laughs> they would probably just if I had to think, they would probably disband these like those um. The groups that they made from artists from different SM groups. Those are all oh, the project big. groups like yeah. Super M and like Girls on Top or whatever. It I was feel like Girls yeah. on Top would go immediately. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I don't know about Super M. Because I feel like Super M and Girls on Top are just part of I think Super, uh, the Lisa problem, Man's I think the metaverse. Issue, though, is that fantasy. Girls on Top doesn't make money and Super M kind of does. They went on tour, well, didn't they? Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh. It'll just be interesting. Um, I don't know what we call the Hive thing because you know we had JYP Nation, YG Family, SM Town. I don't know what we're calling it. If they put on a concert, I low key would go just to see. <laughs> yeah. All those the, the seventeen new jeans, EXO, possibly have shiny BTS and EXO <laughs> under so one company. That's very insane. That is kind of <laughs> insane. What kind of lineup for their concerts? Oh my god. And when EXO members start complaining about Hive's ridiculous <laughs> facial recognition <laughs> a security system that doesn't work. Mm-mm. They have a facial recognition security? What? Yes. So you know how you usually get into buildings with colds? Um, yeah. And 17 menders were complaining about how the big hit is like it takes so much to get into the fucking building and sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> mm. You know what? At least, they're, at least they're protected. Right. At least they're protected. <laughs> right. But Jung was just literally like, if I have to do his facial recognition shit one more time, he was just <laughs> raging on me live. I was like, laughing so hard. He was just like, the, this shit the, is annoying. 
if the artist can't get into the building, then the fans can't get into the building. <laughs> Y'all for damn Listen. sure not getting near nobody. Yeah, Nia? Oh, no, no. I was just like, yeah. Mostly yeah. saying, <laughs> I agree. God. This is just wild. I don't think this is on anybody's bingo card. I don't think <laughs> anybody in their right mind would have been like, Lisa Man being fired? Hive taking over SM? Like, when I think of Hive and SM concepts, they do not cross for me in any way. And right. the only reason I would ever think that this is going to work is if the producer over New Jeans also snatched up Red Velvet. Then we would be going somewhere. Because I feel like we would never see the red side of Red Velvet again. <laughs> <laughs> As we should. As we should. I feel like they would scrap Kwangya, but they have a whole metaverse department. Mm-hmm. But I still yeah, they've think been they... pushing that Kwangya. They've been pushing that Kwangya shit like so hard. <laughs> like, but that yeah, but been, like Hive has everything. a Hive has a metaverse, you know, AI department, and so would they take Kwangya and just make a video game, which would be the smartest thing to do? They probably would, because doesn't BTS have a game like yeah, as well? They have like a mobile game or something like that. Yeah. Which sounds like a smarter thing because if I got to do a, a RP game in Kwangya and be like you get to, and like your little fairy is like one of the SM people like one of the SM like key and there's like it would just be like fun but SM never thinks that far ahead. They're just yeah. Somebody pointed out I can't remember what video I was watching, but SM they probably because of Lee Su Man. They do a lot of these projects, but have no future in mind for them. They just do them <laughs> right. because they think it's, like, it's, it's cool. cool. They yeah, he does it because he thinks yeah. it's cool. And I and I think they would quickly. I feel like even if Hive is a global company and they and they're in my eyes are getting very dangerously big to the point where they might not be able to handle all of it. But I don't think they would go beyond NCT Tokyo. They might do NCT America. But other than that, I don't, they, get, I don't think we would get NCT Africa in Brazil. If, right, because aren't we going to get uh, NCT uh, Saudi America, uh, Saudi Arabia, or yeah, like yeah. NCT? Um, You're trying to be like every freaking country, to be honest. Like not every right, single yeah. country ever, but like all major company countries, they were trying to have an NCT group, which was dumb. Of. It's so stupid. I remember when they first announced that. I was just staring at my computer, like, "What the fuck? Like, <laughs> like what is wrong with you?" Yeah, I feel like if Hive got a say in NCT, they would be like NCT Tokyo, maybe NCT Southeast Asia, and maybe NCT United States, and then we're done. <laughs> I don't. We don't need an NCT Africa. We don't need. Um, entity Saudi Arabia entity Europe we don't need any of that (laughs) like that was such a greedy ass thought in Lisa Man's head that K-pop would be around long enough for that (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah I this is almost a two hour episode but we hope this helped (laughs) I think the next few days will be interesting I don't think this news is over (laughs) 
Oh no, it's um, only just this is just like phase one. Isn't phase this like the, the second week, first week? <laughs> right. This news like, has been going th- on all year. <laughs> right. And we don't even know what the artists listen, the artists, whoever they decide to boot may be like someone who will be like, I'm unionizing. We don't know what we don't know what's gonna happen. You know what? Also, shout out to Sehun for posting about his postmates order in the middle of all this drama releasing. <laughs> all the random the random exo dance music video what was that was that supposed to be a distraction uh, i was still confused uh, did y'all Tori, did somebody me... accidentally hit post like Tori, in the past two days we have gotten four fan meet announcements in the <laughs> past two days and all three and four months in advance i said oh y'all this never happens they're they're trying to distract me and it's working but at the same time i said oh you're trying to distract me with all this exo at once you never do this so you're telling me you could do this no like i said before red velvet will have a comeback soon just watch oh yeah they will come back or um espa for sure yeah espa too yeah what is this? Okay, so Shiny was trending and I was curious. Somebody quoted with this thing. I don't know how true this is. I don't feel like reading it in Korean. Oh, what HOT is there? It says that big. this is what Bang PD said about about Shiny. As someone who produces singers, I would like to work with a group like As someone who produces what? Oh, as a group. As someone who produces singer. Is he meaning like producers like groups? He doesn't mean like singer singers, right? <laughs> I can't. I can't. Listen, as a somebody who was very into groups that Bong PD had hands in, it's just oh god, we'll talk about that at a different time. I don't even know what to say. He said, as someone who produces singers, I would like to work with a group like SM Shiny. Shiny has not only live performing skills on stage, but also a unique music worldview. Even though they are idols, but they also don't seem like idols, which is a backhanded ass compliment. <laughs> what does he want to do? Leave Shiny alone. Right? Like, Shiny. like what? They've been through enough. What? Shiny has what been is, through what enough. What are you going to do with them? Like, no. Shiny, stay away from them. Babes, Key, I know you have your ear to the internet. If you, you know come how, across like, us, please talk to Minnow and Onu. Taven is in the army. Y'all can bounce now. And Taven would be like, sure. As, of course. as soon as you said that, it was Bong PD who said that, immediately I was like, keep my wife's name. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, we don't have beef with any of the artists under Hype. We just it's don't the like CEOs. the people who produces them. We don't like them. We have no beef with the artists under Hype. It is all about the people who unfortunately have control over a lot of the shit that they do. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just, God, that just terrified me for a second. What kind of music would hype? What? Oh, Shiny does such a good job at being Shiny, and I just don't want anybody to touch that. Oh, <laughs> I. Isn't Boa and Kongtan like directors? Yeah. Yes, they have been like promoted to like pseudo CEOs. Like they use directors as a way to say like, "Well, you have like management job title requirements like and stuff." Groups. 
Yeah. So like Boa, I don't know if she actually puts together groups. I feel like that's Lee Suman does that, but she like I don't know. Maybe yeah. People to dance. I don't know what Boa does. And she then oh dance. goodness, there are some members from older groups that vocal teach now. Oh my god, there's like three of them. There that are like uh former first gen idols. flop yeah. SM idols <laughs> that yeah. now vocal teach. Um, most of their upper producer quote unquote folks are all former idols that kind of have stayed um besides a few people yeah honestly this is so weird because i've i've prayed for sm's downfall since i was like 18 years old and i just like i just want exo safe like please downfall please (laughs) save and i want the artist to be safe like save the artist but please downfall. Lisu Man downfall. Right. Like, That's the thing. Jail. All the things. Lisu Man could truly go back to America. We can never hear from that man again. Take okay. Chris Lee. Take Chris Lee with him. Take take all of like the top whoever is like fighting at the top. Take them with him. And lock all of them up, bro. There's a human rights violation somewhere charged. Also, hey, y'all gotta have some dirt on them, bro. Like, leak that information. Get them sent to prison. Right. I know his nephew is sitting on dirt. I know his nephew is sitting oh, on dirt. Oh, this is why I say this is only phase one because Lee, Chris Lee, you don't think Chris Lee's digging in the crates to try to get uh, <laughs> the tides to turn to his side? We are in the beginning of the war. This is like Death Note. Like L in light, back and forth, writing names and trying to. Uh, like, I'm sorry, is- I didn't even watch Death Though. Do not give Lisa Man that much credit. That man sold no. out the hive immediately. Listen, <laughs> but it's this is just the beginning. You think Cacao's gonna sit like idly and Cacao be like, was- oh. when when that last tweet when it talked about how much money Cacao has, oh, I said, oh, this is not over. <laughs> this it's is not. <laughs> this is like chump change to Cacao. They they're like. Well, um, Mark Zuckerberg, like they don't care. I I need to see what I want to see what investors are in Cacao real quick. I just because I know they're like Cacao is so big that when one of their buildings caught on fire, the whole country of South Korea froze for like two days straight. Mm. <laughs> Y'all I honestly don't know that? what. Oh no, I I really don't, but I believe it though. When we we had to start texting each other because cacao wasn't working, oh, we was that because of the fire? Yeah, yes, a fire. What wow. And yeah, cacao is what most people use to uh, communicate in Korea anyway. People bank through cacao. They order food. They get taxis. They God, they Tencent has money in cacao. Tencent, Tencent, that's crazy. <laughs> Nah, listen. It's only six percent, but still, like ten cents. Ten cents huge. Like, listen. Okay, what I want to ask y'all this hypothetical: Who say the pension service of Korea has stake in cacao? They have stake in SM two. I saw that. I was like, what? I was like, what? (laughs) Is that how y'all pay the people's pension? Which is like not bad. That's a good little little investment. But I was like, more than one company. But continue no, here. but I, I'm very curious to know, like, what would y'all prefer to be the outcome in the cacao versus hybe battle that we're about to encounter on Monday? Because this is not over. Um, I don't care as long as I get R&B music. Really, when it comes down to it, <laughs> I'm worried that hybe doesn't know what that is. <laughs> and- <laughs> 
because I've heard the music they released, and I'm talking about like, like maybe not R and B, but like I'm talking about like EXO's "What If," like that kind of music. Like, right. yeah. I don't know if they release songs like that, and it might be because their groups are really young, and maybe they just don't fit that aesthetic. Yeah. But I, I don't know if it, if we're going off of that, then I'd go. I'd want Cacao to. I, you know, as much. I would say I would want Hive to be the winner in this battle because I just don't mm-hmm. like Kakao. Like I don't like the idea of them potentially taking over SM. Like I feel like out of the two, they're the more evil one. Uh, like between Hive and Kakao. Mm-hmm. What about Kakao, you, Tony? To me, even though it has an entertainment company, I just don't think they know how to run an entertainment company like hive does like hive is scary because they've taken over so many groups they've disbanded groups mm-hmm. but those groups are the groups that they've kept going are doing good like yeah they know what no they're one doing, expected like... new jeans to pop off the way it fucking did and that is a person who came from sm right yeah right so hive knows what they're doing I feel like Kakao taking over could be more ties with the government than I would probably mm. care for. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, I just let's see. Kakao owns melon. Oh. Oh nah. <laughs> see, this- tax incoming. <laughs> Packs for everybody. You get a pack. You get a pack. Yeah, see, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just feel like Kakao should stick to communications. I don't think they need to be I feel like Kakao is so way too much of a hit or miss. Like, yeah. like IU is massive, but then they also have, like, so many groups that never took off. And, yes. oh, wait, oh, go ahead. Eugene's company, Adore, is, is a collaboration between them and YG? YG? No. When no. I look it up, right? When I look up New Jeans and or is it just the album? I think okay, I think their album is a collaboration between Adore and YG. It might be. Wow. Cause it says for a label for that album, their new their first like um EP, it says Adore and then YG plus, which is YG. Oh wow. Um, that's interesting wait why okay 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 high pass stock in this and why YG? YG? well didn't YG they make in hyphen with yg they're in yg yeah they did i they, they did, made in, they? they made they made hive and yg made in hyphen together wow i had Water. zero idea mm, well like yg also... plus is like like a subsidiary of yg but yeah yes right okay so let's see who are the current artists. So really, everyone's in bed together, just doing things. Yeah, like, yes. yeah. Lowen music to one decay. I forgot about that. Oh, listen, one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Lowen, like in that IU's label, like the thing about Cacao is like they have a lot of money, but I feel like they would have no idea. They would honestly leave SM to their devices and just like take in the money. Um, and I right. feel like that would just leave Chris Lee because he would be the CEO. Um. Chris Lee doesn't make good decisions because they're both equally not good. Um, I feel like, but if a really, high person goes on the board of SM, things might change, like significantly. And also, we can't forget about chess player Align, who is working with Chris. But what are they really up for? 
Because as Marin said before, 1% and you're sitting on the board? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, I really don't know what the better option is. And that's the scary part. Um, yeah. I guess we'll see. But I don't think this is the end. I feel like people are thinking, oh, it's done. It's set in stone. Nope. Cacao's it's setting not. up their money <laughs> as we speak. They're counting the money. Because like, Cacao's sub-series sub include and are conclude and are not limited to Starship Highline, King Kong, which is the acting under Starship, Mega Monster, Management Soup, which is a giant company for actors, Ready Entertainment, Awesome Entertainment, a bunch of entertainment companies and film and picture companies that I've never heard of, Antenna Entertainment, which is a pretty like for indie bands and stuff like that. So they are their only their biggest idols are like Ive. And Monster X, and then oh wow, what is the, no what is the other boy? Because Starship, they have oh, Starship. Right. They've had right. Starship since 2013. Um, oh, what is the other boy group under um Starship? Gravity, Gravi- Gravity, yes, yes, yeah, yes. I just, I don't know. I don't like the fact that Cacao... Cacao just seems like their money is long. Like, real long. A little too long. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? hmm And I feel like even though Hybe would have... a If Hybe becomes majority owner of SM, I still feel like more groups would be intact and be successful. hmm Than mm-hmm. under Cacao. Because all of these nameless companies that they have, I don't like that. It's like more than 10. Mm. I'm trying to think. I know there was a group under Lowen at one point, but they like flopped. History. Yeah. They let my babies yeah. And High 4. <laughs> yep, High 4. That's them. No, they did a whole song. Lowen, but Oh, they did a whole song with IU. Listen, no. Yeah. I would rather Hive take over. Because at least Hive knows that as long as they have a group with a good fandom, they're not going to let them flop. I don't trust Kakao. They need to stick to communication. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Truly, I don't. <laughs> this is insane. Okay, this episode is two hours long. Um, Thank you for listening. We will be back with updates once things have been concluded. Um, This is the first edition of We Hate K-Pop. And we hope that you enjoyed it. Please don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Come talk to us on Twitter at Commented or TikTok at Commented Podcast. Until next time, I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm Corey. Bye-bye. Bye.